Get updated with the hottest news in insurance, finance, and the newest innovation in InsureTech and FinTech in these difficult times. Hear it from one of the most known and respected voices in the industry, Dr. Robin Kiera, and his guest of today. Hey guys, this is Insurance and Finance live from the headquarter of Digital Scouting in Hamburg, Germany, and from Istanbul, Turkey. We have a special guest today, Ibru Cetin. Thank you very much for being here. You're one of the known experts from the region, and we're super excited to hear what's going on in Turkey. And for everybody out there listening now, seeing us, don't hesitate to ask um, Ibru some questions. Ebru, thank you very much for being here. How are things in Turkey and uh, how have been things over the past three or four weeks? Hello, Robin. Greetings from Turkey. Thank you so much for inviting me to discuss COVID-19 pandemic crisis and its impact within my region. Before we start, I would like to send my kind wishes to everyone who are watching this broadcast and hope we all get back to health today soon. Fingers crossed. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Um, I would like to start with the preventions taken by our governments, which caused the late arrival of the virus to our country. Uh, after the you know corona virus appeared in Wuhan, China, Turkey has set up an operation center and a science board under the Ministry of Health yeah. to monitor the speed of the virus back in the beginning of January. After realizing the importance, the science board created the diagnostic kits. Uh, on 14th of January, which is earlier early. than the appearance of this virus in Europe for the first time. April, that's super early, isn't it? Yeah, uh, you know, the, the government also started uh, to test passengers who are coming from overseas as of 20th of January. Uh, Minister of Foreign Affairs has warned citizens to avoid travels as much as they can. Yeah. Uh, Turkish citizens who live abroad has been brought to homeland and quarantined by Minister of Foreign Affairs. Uh, flights from high-risk countries has been stopped by Turkish government back in the beginning of you know February. Yeah. Uh, after the closing of border gates, we have set up hospitals called Sahra over the border gate. Yeah. Uh, thanks to these preventions taken in the early stage, the arrival of the virus has been postponed and the first case in Turkey has been announced on 10th of March. What I think is super interesting here is um, that actually just, you know, um, came obvious to me when we had our preparation discussion is uh, that you hear from a lot of countries, uh, you know, hit very badly by the corona pandemic, but you don't hear so much from Turkey. Um, and maybe these early actions you described there um, are, you know, a, a, a result of that, or maybe that's a result. So I, I keep my, my fingers crossed there. Um, we have already a few guests commenting. So we shout out to Stephen Foss, um, a CEO of, uh, no, a CEO of uh, Neo Digital, Kalans Pasta from Balois, Lucas Nab. Uh, yeah, and, and, and Murat, and, and thank you very much for being there. If you have questions, don't hesitate to ask and uh, like us a lot so the LinkedIn algorithm spreads Ibru's message even further um, along. Um, Ibru, how do uh, InsurTechs help or how does the insurance industry react to that? Or how is the insurance industry affected uh, by this uh, government measures and by the pandemic itself in Turkey? Uh, yes, uh, right after the you know first case in Turkey, uh, government implemented preventions such as closing schools, uh, postponed sport competitions, uh, 
and also restriction business trips to abroad, just like the rest of the world. So yeah. uh, we also, while implementing these interventions, we also have increased the production of medical uh, materials such as masks, gloves, and etc. Yeah. So since the since from the middle of March, communities are asked to shelter in place, and many organizations have enabled to their employees to work remotely. So these preventions helped us to decrease the exposure on yeah. the health system. So that's the you know advantage of uh, early stage preventions. From the economical point of view, while uh, loss in, loss in value recorded for India stock exchange, yeah. uh, 18 percent, Japan 20, UK 22, US 21, Germany 26, uh, between the 28. <laughs> Uh, between the 28th of February and uh, 16th of March, yeah. Turkey has recorded loss uh, in value for stock exchange as 17 percent, which is a positive effect for yeah. Turkey among the working countries. So these early stage preventions not only helping the health system, but also helping the economical you know, burden. Uh, at the same time, resistance of value for our currency was better than other developing yeah. countries. Um, we also have implemented many provisions for import industry as well. And we have Italy and Spoon for medical materials. We send our diagnostic kit to China, for yeah. example, in January. But how is the insurance industry doing? Um, so you will talk about the early actions of the government that seem to be have really that seems to have a real impact, a positive one. Um, so do insurers now need to work from home? Uh, of course, uh, I believe that these preventions are relieving the burden of local insurance industry. Yeah. Now, uh, the, the local market is working uh, remotely from home yeah. and they realized uh, that these uh, works can be done from home as well. Uh, you know, the, the burden of local insurance companies is not all, all, only this. So, because as you may know, uh, ratings of rain, many reinsurance companies, and, uh, including Lloyd's, yeah. have been decreased rating uh, institutions and insurance companies may face with solvency risk in the near future due to this pandemic crisis. Uh, that's why economic preventions of our government are helping uh, local industry because otherwise they need to increase the you know uh, solvency. I get it. I get it. We get a question from Stephen Foss, uh, CEO of uh, Neo Digital. Um, he says, um, um, "If do you have something like business closing, business interruption policies um, caused by uh, a disease and caused by a pandemic? So, um, do businesses that have a certain policy, business interruption policy, and um, actually get um, do they get um, um, other policies against it? And do a lot of insurers uh, have issues these policies?" Of course, uh, you know, uh, as a result of, uh, you know, um, it is predicted that there will be a significant decrease in financial income of insurance industry, which will yep. affect the processing speed of future losses. So uh, due to cancellation of many events, it is predicted that expectations uh, of global loss from event cancellation policies will be between $3 million and $6 million. Yep. Also, flight cancellation losses will be increased. Loss ratio of this uh, period will be higher than previous underwriting years. And I think, what, and I think what's interesting, um, what's interesting is if you fly less, like right now, also less flight uh, can, uh, cancellation insurances are being sold. Um, you, what kind of effects will we see in, in the different products lines? What kinds of products will be sold more, and what kind of products will be sold less? Uh, 
You know, uh, travel health insurance is the one of the most affected branches in our industry yeah. because travel agencies are canceling their policies. Uh, and also uh, many, uh, there are, you know, due to lockdown, there are many fluctuations for uh, personal lines such as motor own damage, health insurance, property insurance. People are trying to cancel their motor own damage policies because of the lockdown. And yeah. they want to buy health insurance policies, pro property insurance policies. Uh, these are the changes I mean, super the personal lines. But when it's come to the commercial lines, yeah. I'm sorry. No worry. No, I definitely think the commercial part. Yeah. Uh, cyber risk, uh, business interruption, yeah. loss of profit, credit insurance, surety bonds, DNO insurance, PNI cargo, liability. This kind of insurance uh, branches also will affected by COVID-19, but uh, these are not covered under, uh, you know, insurance policies uh, in Turkey right now. What Only I think, sorry, through the audience, we have a little bit delay here. So always when I want to say something, you know, it's already gone a little bit lo longer. So it's like a technical issue we have here, but I hope the show out there is still great. Yes, I'm sorry for interrupting your words. I was just saying that we have, uh, according to Turkish Insurance Association, in Turkey, we are covering COVID-19 disease under health policies, yeah. uh, which means that we have uh, covered 4 million people, which is almost 99% uh, insured people yeah. have been covered by insurance industry. I think one thing you said is super, super interesting, that people are canceling certain policies because the risk has gone away. If you're not allowed to drive, why having a car insured? And I know the legal situation in different countries is, is different when you need to insure a car, but for example, household or uh, uh, um, household insurance or renters insurance. What this means actually is people are thinking about insurance. In the health part, it's quite obvious why, but also in the other ones. Maybe this is actually an opportunity for salespeople out there to go to their clients and say, hey, let's have a look at your policies. Let's update something. Let's reduce something. And um, I think that's a super interesting situation for even salespeople out there, old school, you know, agents and brokers, you know, going to their clients and helping them and also making some business. Because um, I think agents and brokers also are super hit by this uh, crisis in a lot of countries where they, you know, are not used to, you know, online consultation and things like that. Um, yeah, no, yeah no, I I'm sorry. Uh, I was saying that I think, you know, after the pandemic, the question for insurers will be uh, how we can protect our community instead of how we can sell our policies. I totally, I totally agree, uh, Ebru. Um, but maybe you share a little bit more. Um, what do you think the, the future will look like? And uh, describe a little bit more what, what you mean with that. I meant that there are many lessons learned from the behavior of people due to pandemic because this reminds us how important the on-demand insurance is and how important the real-time projections and pricings will be uh, and also how we will analyze these data without AI since there are yeah. significant in increase of time speeds. Tun from Nigeria asked uh, something that's, that's that hitting on that. He asked, can we please share any innovative solutions uh, that are from Istanbul and Turkey um, that could bridging the gap between uh, COVID assessment and testing, if any. Um, are there, you know, um, um, insurtechs now helping in the current situation or, or startups in general? I mean, you lead a startup yourself. 
there are many call for applications to the entrepreneurs who can solve the problem caused by COVID-19. It can be, uh, you know, social problem. It can be a technological problem. So, for example, yeah. there is a uh, startup called Money Shower, which is cleaning the money that is taken from ATM. Uh, so, for example, is one of the innovative solutions. But uh, we believe that there will be many health tech, med tech uh, startups will appear in the near future. And these will also help insurance industry. Yeah. Yeah. And what we could do, I mean, uh, maybe Tunde reaches out to you. You're on LinkedIn yourself, too. So on Twitter, uh, maybe he can, you know, uh, if he has a, this more uh, concrete question, he can reach out to you. You're probably happy to also, you know, refer that because you're super well connected in the industry in the whole region. Um, but one thing uh, I think is also exciting. And um, share a little bit more about um, your company, your leading, and what you're offering uh, also beyond uh, the, the current pandemic. I will be more than happy to answer their questions. They can reach out to me on LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, in real time. Yeah. I'm online 724. So as uh, also, we are an insurtech startup uh, in the region. Uh, as CoSure, we are uh, helping insurance industry in the local market to Uh, share their data information uh, in real time. We are a marketplace for commercial risks. When insurance companies need to uh, sell their risks in the local market, uh, which is coinsurance and where uh, our name is coming from, yeah. uh, we are helping them. Once they sell their risks on our platform, we are uh, decreasing their operations behind the process. Yeah. We are helping them create automatic agreements We are helping them to uh, make their monthly reconciliations uh, automatically. And also uh, when it's come to uh, on the claims part, we are helping them to create a, a you know, consensus mechanism because we are uh, on top of, we are a marketplace, but uh, our platform is on the blockchain. I think that's super, super interesting because uh, we uh, blockchain is a little bit like a big myth. Um, you know, everybody has a feeling that that's going going that could that that could be a game changer in a lot of industries and applications but we don't have a lot of use cases we have some in reinsurance some in direct insurance but i think it's super interesting to see like real life um uh, use cases there that really solve pain points um one more thing yeah. what i'm interested in how is this, this the problem you're solving right now how is this process currently because probably probably they're not using the blockchain how is it used currently Yes, actually, the current model is when the insurance companies, you know, due to the range of treaties, many insurance companies don't have enough capacity or they have many, you know, uh, inclusions. So uh, they are need they need to share their risks in local market yeah. or with reinsurers as facultative reinsurance. So when they need the capacity, they're calling uh, their colleagues from other insurance companies and saying that. Please give us five percentage capacity. Uh, a lot and of then, calls. Yeah, a lot of phone call, a lot of email traffic. So when you sell the risk Over. to another insurance company, exactly. When you sell the uh, risk to another insurance company, there are a lot of process. You have to, uh, you know, uh, code this to your uh, core system, and then you have to uh, create a coinsurance built-in, which is a facultative slip. Yeah. for each and every department in your company and also for the other uh, parties that are involved into the risk. So with this case, uh, use case, uh, we are 
helping them to decrease email traffic, telephone calls, yeah. uh, and then uh, helping them to create automatic uh, agreements because these processes are all manual in the market. And uh, there are many, uh, you know, time cons consuming process and uh, missing uh, papers. Cool, cool. Yeah, I think I think well, that's something super exciting because we sometimes you say, oh, I just do the call, I do the email, and here's my Excel, I'm used to it. But when you then see how things can automatically work, it can relieve you of a lot of pain. I mean, there are some other like non-blockchain um, solutions in other fields, like you know, you to manage your calendar. I mean, sometimes there are things out there like the technology you developed. You don't know that you missed it until you tried it out and uh, until you see uh, what the effect is. Um, and you know, the, the, the more pain point is uh, you are in Istanbul and you need to find quotation in yeah. real time from uh, Germany via Lebanon or, uh, you know, that the process is very time consuming. Yeah. Another question uh, before we end. I know you have terribly a lot of things to do currently. Um, how what do you think will the future of insurance be in in turkey in, in a few years but also around the world what will we learn from this crisis and what will we learn from the situation i mean that after this crisis we will learn how to read the, the behavior of people and then we will try to help them i believe that the, the prod insurance products will be uh you know improved by the advantage of insured people yeah and you know, the, during this pandemic crisis, people uh, are using online uh, comparison sites more than ever. So insurance industry realized that this process can be optimized online. Uh, I think that this is one of the most uh, lessons learned. Super interesting. We had uh, on, on LinkedIn in the commentary a, a discussion um, 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 on about the comment you made about the community. Um, and what do you think? You, somebody said, you know, the, the, the customers dead, long live the community. Um, how would you, you know, describe this in a little bit more detail? And, and what, what is your vision of that? My vision of the community? Yes, about, you know, um, caring about the community instead of selling products to a customer. Yes, uh, this is, a, I mean, this is the biggest question because uh, currently in Turkey, due to this pandemic crisis, many organizations are, you know, donating money to, to the government to help them to uh, survive this pandemic crisis. Yeah. So that's why I believe that uh, many insurance companies uh, announced that they are covering COVID-19 disease under health insurance policies. So this is a, a step for the insurance companies to take care of their community. Mm, okay, get it. That's why I believe that on-demand insurances will uh, decrease, increase in the near future. Cool. Yeah, I think I think we will, what, what my lesson learned so far is, is that, you know, incumbent insurers are way more able and capable to adapt to the challenge, to adapt to uh, pressure and crisis than everybody would have thought. Uh, so I think insurers are more, uh, capable of doing things and more powerful than we maybe would have thought, but it's actually a little sad that it takes a you know pandemic around the world to you know push us through things like remote working, video consultation, with you know, and maybe also other things, different products in the future, different ways we you know treat our customers. Um, and I really think uh, that's my biggest surprise that we were actually capable of doing some things. Maybe. Now, you know 
insurance companies are asking us how to uh, innovate their process. Uh, you know, after this yeah. pandemic crisis, they understand they can, uh, you know, work remotely, as you said. Yeah. And uh, they're trying to improve their uh, workforce principles. But what I also see with the technology you're using and the, you know, um, reduction in friction that your technology offers and, and what the technology using you are using could offer in the future is that um, you have always arguments. We don't need that. Uh, we have always done it that way and we can. And there are a lot of arguments, like pseudo arguments that don't count, but that are, you know, you know, senior VPs and, and middle management are constantly, you know, saying that after this crisis, you can say, guys, this is not not uh, this doesn't apply actually here. Emru, I know you have a lot of things to do. I, I, I'm really, really happy that you shared so many insights into the uh, Turkish market region. Uh, and us, of course, uh, you know, not only about COVID-19 to talk, but also about the future, about community, about blockchain. Um, yeah, and I'm really... Uh, hope that we will see us soon again. Uh, I hope the latest we will see us in ITC in Las Vegas, where I see probably another super strong delegation from Turkey this year. Yeah, thank you so much for inviting me. It was my pleasure to uh, share my insights from uh, our region. I hope that there will be you know many improvement after this pandemic crisis. I'm wishing everyone uh, healthy days, stay safe, stay home. Up until the pandemic crisis is gone, you know, uh, we will see each other again very soon. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Let me have a shout out to everybody who did a comment and participated. Tunda from Nigeria, Stephen Foss, Shitra Taung, Karl-Heinz Pasler, Ali Reza Jahiri, uh, Muhammad Abibjiji, Lucas Naab. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Go, go, go. Tunda again. Ilkay. Hilario from Florida, um, Murad, intro one-on-one, -on -one. and we have a lot of like people also, people like uh, people like this, um, wait a second, um, did I miss somebody, Vikas from India, uh, Michael, Matthias, Lokan, so we have a lot of people from around the world, Moshe in, uh, in New York, uh, strength to you guys. Um, yeah, and, and, and David, uh, I think he's from China. Let me see that. Yeah, so we have people from around the world. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. See you around. Uh, tomorrow we have Nick Zur, uh, CEO of Casco, and they